Thanks for tuning in to listen to this special China Business Tips podcast part two. As the summer vacation approaches, I would like to create a few short podcasts to share the valuable tips from the guests of this season about doing business with China. As you know, at the end of each podcast, I ask my guests to share their tips. Last Wednesday, I published part one in Dutch, and next week you can listen to part three. As some of you may know, after recording seven podcasts in English and Dutch, I switched to recording all podcasts only in English. This is because I noticed that more and more people from different countries are downloading these podcasts. I want to make all the content accessible to as many people as possible. I hope you will gain valuable insights through these tips podcasts. I would love to hear from you. Please send your comments or feedback to me at ibo dot com, m e i at i i b b o o dot com. In episode number three, I talked to my good friend Bei Wang. Bei is a co-founder of Street Fire Studios and Five Degrees. She is also a lecturer of creative business and course creator Digital China at University of Applied Sciences Utrecht. In this episode, Bei shared her personal story about the disability of her son Elias with us. She shared how this experience changed her and helped her to see the world through a different lens. It was a beautiful story, and it really touched me. Our Chinese upbringing is very much focused on having a lot of ambition and achieving a lot of success. But what's the definition of success? Bei told us that Elias brought her to reflect on her old beliefs and redefine her mission and what she wants to contribute to this world as an educator. Bei also shared her experience of living in the Netherlands about how certain skills, values, ways of thinking helped her to navigate her life and her career in the Netherlands. In the end, Bei also shared tips about doing business in China and how you can use historical and cultural context to create a nuanced view to navigate your business in China. I hope you will enjoy this part of the episode from Bei Wang. I was、uh, invited to actually recently to、uh, to join a very interesting documentary because we are currently、uh, under this very very crucial moment of geopolitical conflicts. Um, there's a lot of like big media talking about all these China in a in a very big and 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 very yeah um I would say quite a negative image. Um, I think I I mentioned something in the documentary well, during the interview, and I want to re-emphasize it. I said um we China is a huge country. It's a country with a long history. Um, you have five thousand years China, which is full of histories and 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 cultural, and then you have the one hundred year communist China, which a lot of people likes to use that as a kind of context, and then you have current President Xi Jinping's ten、uh, years China, and and he's going to rule and、uh, for another term.、Um, I just tell the、uh, a lot of people, like European people, which China you really want to know. Because if you want to do business with China, 
your focus is the Chinese market. So maybe you need to know more and focus on a 5,000 years China in a bigger sense instead of 10 years Xi Jinping China or 100 years uh, communist China. Um, so my tip is, uh, again, um, we are living in a very, very polarized uh, world and being a, a journalist in the past, I think today I've, I, I have a very, very negative uh, view about media because media in the past is supposed to bring like uh, investigation, tell the truth, to show things as it is. But today media is driven by uh, opinion, driven by statements, driven by those hashtags. So I would say for um, people who want to do business with China or want to, for example, you want to sell products to China or you want to, uh, I still think that China is the biggest consumer market for all kinds of product, products. Um, well, I guess that uh, uh, as also a university researcher, we always say you need to do qualitative and quantitative research. So. Do a research that is even maybe academic uh, type of research instead of reading really, really like holistic, uh, but also very vague and big reports about the, because many reports or many media reports, it doesn't really show how the market it is. So the number one is do your own research, tailor-made yeah. research. <laughs> and also the second is, look into the nuances, yeah. um, nuances that will include, okay, if you have a specific go-to-market plan, if you have a specific segmentation plan, focusing on those. And all these big media reports, if they are important for your strategy development, then you just put it aside as a checklist, but don't um, completely blindly rely on media reports. In episode number five, I had a conversation with Yan Liu from Systems Innovation Amsterdam Hub. Yan is a social entrepreneur, community builder, and ecosystem builder. Over the past 20 years, Yan has co-founded numerous innovation ecosystems and platforms in China, the Netherlands, Australia, and Southeast Asia. She has brought together people from different sectors, disciplines, and cultures to engage in listening, dialogue, and co-creation. In this episode, Yan shared her experiences of building the co-working center Xindangwei in China in 2008. Xin was recognized as one of the 10 most innovative companies in China by Fast Company in 2013. It was a leading creative hub in Shanghai at the time, inspiring many young individuals to establish their own collaborative communities. Yang also discussed the valuable learning and insights she gained from coordinating the China-Australia Millennium Project. Through this initiative, 200 Australian Chinese young leaders were brought together to address cultural challenges, foster collaboration, and tackle 20 global challenges. Ian's tips on building intercultural connections are so beautiful. I hope you enjoy this short video with tips from Yan Liu from Systems Innovation. You know that I've lived in several different countries. Um, 
how can I really um, look beyond my uh, cultural upbringing and and uh, build deep connection with uh, the soil, um, the being, and the people around me. Um, first of all, I, I felt my own experiences that um, I don't really look people as a different uh, nationality and how they actually defined by their nationality and culture. Yes, we all carry our cultural uh, baggages or assets um, and that makes us all uh, unique and different. But at the same time, we are so much more than just a, a, a culture or race or a country. Um, even like, as I shared with you, I'm trying to discover my own history and uh, in within the world history, within the history of China, within the history of certain, uh, like my sixth generation of, uh, before, how is that forming um, me, me? <laughs> So it's a much wider sense of self uh, that goes beyond just uh, right, right here, right now, or what I have done in the past 20 years, so, um, or how I grew up. It's so much more beyond that. So, so the, the, the kind of connection we make with people from different countries is look beyond uh, this cultural layer. Um, there's a lot of things interesting about the, our cultural aspects. Like, oh, what do you do as a Dutch person? What do you do as a Chinese people? We'll do different things on the, with the different, uh, same situation. Uh, it's interesting, but it's all on the surface level. If you are truly curious and you look beyond the surface, you look beyond um, the why, um, look beyond the 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 heritage, the history, and there's a lot of things that you can find in common. Like we all have um, the same love for life. We all love our family. We all love um, beautiful things. Um, and, and we all share there's something in common and there's something concern like concerned us um, the the turbulence happening around the world and our divide with the nature our divide with our own human uh, conscious our heart this is all universal and and also the action we can take as a, a human and we're happy we're lucky to be human huh? and so an action we can take together um to to address all this issue and like you know this is something we communicate to our youth in china australia you know we they're they all working on 20 global challenges faced by two countries this, this is a global challenge faced by every single country so yeah. with such a challenge and that 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 really um you know, almost you look look like some kind of crisis, but at the same time, it's also kind of Joanna Macy called it a great unraveling 
It is yeah. a different time that things started to really transform and change and such an exciting time that we can all work together and, mm -hmm. and take this opportunity to turn the page yes. and to make a difference. Yeah, see our differences is our unique gift um, rather than something that divides us. And we have very little time we have to, we, we can't lose any time to bother about those minor differences anymore. We need to really see beyond and to truly build this connection heart to heart. In episode number eight, I had an interesting conversation with Vincent Jin. Vincent is sustainable clothing manufacturer in China and the director of Chenquan Garments. Chenquan Garments is renowned for supplying high-quality garments and fabrics to leading lifestyle fashion brands in Europe and North America. In 2019, Vincent co-founded Remake Hub, a dynamic social enterprise with a powerful mission to transform waste into innovative lifestyle products for future generations. Remake Hub follows the cradle-to-cradle design concept and offers circular solutions to combat waste and pollution in the fashion industry. During our discussion, Vincent shared his journey and the challenges he faced while transitioning into and transforming his family fashion business in China after living and studying in America for 10 years. We delved into the developments and the evolution of the Chinese fashion industry, exploring the crucial role of sustainability in shaping its future. We also explored the main drivers behind sustainability within the Chinese fashion industry. I gained tremendous insights from Vincent's knowledge and experiences. I hope you will enjoy the tips from Vincent Jin from Chenquan Garments understanding each other i think uh, i'll say like like to ask questions sometimes i think some maybe local companies people they don't like to ask a lot of questions on their clients i think it's good to ask questions if you have some questions in mind just ask them it's it's never really a bad question sometimes ask them how the business doing how 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 are things affecting if something don't make sense to you ask them why is that i think what, what is the reasoning behind their decision and, and so on. I think that's important. Then you get a more understanding of how uh, other people think, especially like where the manufacturer, the brands are the ones closer to the consumer. So sometimes I would like to ask question, okay, like why you design this style? Or what, what, why is this style canceled or, or how are things affecting or even how 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 what's your idea on what's your strategy on vietnam and other different places and so on just ask some questions i think the more you ask the more you will get to know about your client about the industry about the trend and also i think on the other side the client will see okay this person likes to ask questions this is like means you're you're listening right you're you're paying attention and you you are you're going through a thought process. You're thinking of about it. So I think it's 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 a good thing, yeah, to to ask questions. In episode number nine, I had the pleasure of speaking with Jessica Swen from China Talk. Jessica was born and raised in China. In 2013, she moved to the Netherlands. 
Jessica is a certified first degree teacher of the Chinese language and culture. Since 2014, she has been actively teaching Chinese language and culture at various secondary schools, vocational schools, and universities. Additionally, she provides training in Chinese language and culture for business professionals and companies. In this episode, Jessica shared how she builds meaningful relationships with her students and how learning the Chinese language and culture provides them with unique perspectives on the world and themselves. We explored the valuable insights students gain through exchange programs in China and living with Chinese families. Furthermore, Jessica also shared her perspectives on the cultural and educational differences between China and the Netherlands. And how people can overcome challenges to learn Chinese language with fun and ease. I hope the practical tips from Jessica Sun from China Talk will encourage you to make connections with the Chinese people. Yeah, maybe a, a, a small thing to start is that to connect with connect with the Chinese people around you. I think from the people to people communication, you will also. Learn a lot for how they and how they behave, how they approach certain things.、Uh, for example, if you are a student and you you have your classmates probably come from China, if you are business people, you might have some and、um, contact they are Chinese and just to have a small contact start with them, maybe to learn those people. I think that's people to people contact is really a valuable way to learn the culture. I mean. At the end of the day, the culture are all about the people. If they start with one, and you will learn, and you will, you will, you will learn more, and then you maybe know the second one, and you get a more a、uh, bigger and bigger a group of Chinese people, and then and that way you learn Chinese culture. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, for business people, probably it's it's difficult for them just and go go. Contact with their Chinese business partner, or yeah, maybe just just start with an a small conversation or somebody they know in their neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, start to know Chinese people and then Chinese culture. In episode number ten, I had the pleasure of speaking with Raik Schipper. From two thousand five to two thousand eight, Raik lived and worked in Shanghai as a business group president for all SAA packaging and hygiene businesses in the Asia Pacific region. SAA is a leading hygiene and forest products company in Europe with a global presence. Raik gave us unique insights into the challenges of leading SAA businesses and joint ventures in China. During our conversation, Gaik shared his experiences navigating cultural differences, both in general and within the business context, and how he approached these differences. He also highlighted the remarkable strengths he observed in the Chinese people during his time there, and emphasized the importance of cross-cultural learning. Additionally. Raik discussed the second phase of his business journey in China, where he represented many Chinese contemporary artists and sell their artworks through his gallery in Europe for decades. He shared anecdotes about the friendships he built with these artists, how he cultivated those friendships, and how his China journey added new dimensions to his life 
and enriched his experiences. I have really enjoyed this conversation with Eric. He's so humble and kind. I hope you will enjoy the tips from Eric Schipper from Gallery Quinsbruders in English Art Brothers. You probably can write five books about、uh, how to do successful business in China. Yeah, I I, re- I remember when I went there. As I mentioned before, I have never been in Asia before, so、uh, it has been a, a culture shock. And before going there, I was talking to、um, uh, a coach, a trainer, a consultant who was living already for twenty five years in Asia, doing business with China, and he was a.、Uh, Uh, a man from uh, from uh, Switzerland, and he told me、uh, during a dinner which we had together,、uh, be aware if you go to China, be aware that you should not judge people on how they look like, or how well or how bad they talk English, and that's one thing you should understand because.、Uh, Uh, you should not judge people on on their、uh, outer side, but on their inner side, their heart. That is what is driving.、Uh, mm-hmm. So that has been a quite good tip, which I've been trying to find. And then I think、uh, what helped me quite a lot is to try to understand the culture. So I've been reading quite a lot、uh, before going there and while being in China. Try to. Uh, understand a little bit the culture because there are so nice things in the culture. Small things like having dinner with Chinese and the fight around、uh, who's paying the check,、um, uh, who's being served first, and how, and、uh, which is enriching your life,、uh, which is very nice. So try to understand the culture. Try to、uh, to see that people are、uh, behaving different than what we are doing. Uh, and don't see that as something strange, and be uh, uh, against it. On the contrary, try to embrace it because the difference sometimes is giving the possibility to judge your own behavior and, and put it in perspective.、Uh, speaking some words of Mandarin is helpful.、Uh, people are so happy、uh, and can laugh so much if you make mistakes. Uh, but yes, they're so happy、yes. if you try,、uh, because they know as well that they don't speak so well English.、Uh, so they are so happy if you talk a little bit to Chinese, and then you can talk with your hands and your feet, and、uh, that helps <laughs> quite a lot. So communication is always possible. But when you have,、uh, let's say, discussions,、uh, business discussions with people, and you have to make contracts, it's always good to have a good、uh, translator with you.、Uh, that you should not do. But、um, uh, so getting the culture, knowing the language, yes, and then I think,、uh, which is generally、uh, true, not only for China, but try to be humble、uh, and try to be friendly,、uh, try to be sincerely open in willing to understand who is the other side、uh, of、uh, at the table. And the Chinese are warming and friendly. I've 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 had so many beautiful、uh, evenings and days with people in business and as well in art, and I have、uh, still a lot of friends out of my、uh, packaging and hygiene business.、I、don't do business with them for more than ten、uh, years, but you still have them, and and you can talk to them from time to time, 
Um, so yes, uh, it has been for me an extremely uh, warm uh, journey uh, to uh, to be in Asia and to be in China. Hopefully, you enjoyed the tips from these five interviews. I really loved all of the conversations, and I learned a lot from Bei, Yan, Vincent, Jessica, and Reich. I hope you have gained valuable insights from their tips, and you can apply some of the tips for your business with China and your contacts with Chinese people. If you are curious about the stories this guest shared, I highly recommend listening to the complete interviews. Next week, Wednesday, you can listen to part three of the summary of the tips from episode eleven to fifteen. Until the next episode, thank you very much for listening to our Cultures and Award podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to leave a review on your podcast platform and share the podcast with other people. In this way, you will help me reach more listeners. By subscribing to this podcast on YouTube and other platforms, you will never miss an episode. I also love to hear from you. Please share your thoughts, questions, and feedback by sending email to mei at ibo dot com, m e i at i i b b o o dot com, or connecting with me on LinkedIn or Instagram under m e i y a n g. If you want to learn more about how I facilitate intercultural collaboration and the kindness projects I support, be sure to visit my website at ibo.com, iibboo.com. As a podcast dedicated to fostering cross-cultural connections, I believe that every story shared is a step towards a more united world. Thank you for supporting my mission and joining me on this journey.